Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com. It is Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. Today is the day. Um, write it down on your calendar. Mark it. Today's the day you will remember for the rest of your life. It is the start of the greatest college basketball season in the history of college basketball. Mark my words. Um, I'm not saying from a betting perspective. I'm not saying I'm going to have my best college basketball season I ever had. Um I'm not saying any of those things. What I'm saying is this is, on paper, the greatest college basketball season in the history of college basketball. This will be the season that will be remembered as the year the seniors were allowed to play another year. The guys who really love the game, right? The guys who aren't going to play in the NBA. The guys who really wanted to play for some of those mid-major teams. They all got to come back. This was the year that they let that happen, a fifth year. I mean, most guys dream about that. It, it's happening this year. This year that Coach K is retiring. Love him, hate him, anything like that. Guy's been amazing for the sport. This is the year that every region of the country has a contender. Every region has a team. It's not like, oh, the West thinks this year and the East is terrible or any of those things. No, every region of the country has a team that can seriously take home the crown this year. You look out west, Gonzaga and UCLA. You know, you look, you look east, Villanova. You look south, Auburn, Alabama, both loaded. Kentucky's back this year. Uh, Maryland's stacked, in, you know, the Big Ten. Ohio State, of course, went out in the first round last year. And, and they're, you know, probably loaded, looking, you know, ready to hunt bear. This is going to be, mark my words, the greatest college basketball season in the history of college basketball. This will be the year that's remembered before they put the restrictions on the transfer portal. Because we know if anyone's going to abuse a system, it's college basketball coaches. It is the dirtiest of all sports. And, uh, you know, they will put all sorts of restrictions and all sorts of things on this transfer portal. This will probably be the last year of the transfer portal as we know it. There will be a transfer portal, but it won't be like this. This is the year that will be remembered as the greatest year of college basketball. I'm ready to get it started with all of you guys. Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com. Oh, for sure. These games have to be high drama. Here we go again. I'm going to go big and see what happens. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Rod has made it. I thought he was on the road today, but he's not on the road. He's back already. But, uh... God, I haven't even left yet. Yeah, I'm not, sure what, I'm not sure what the <laughs> hell happened there. Well, then why the hell are you so late? Anyways, uh, you know... Yeah, I'm I'm excited for college hoops. Freezing and frozen a little. Um, college hoops is the sport that most people I meet that quit betting. Um, this is the sport, you know, that that pushes them over the edge. This is the one. This is the sport that brings you to your knees. This is the one that makes people quit betting. This is. Um, it might not be the toughest sport to handicap because I always believe that when you have these giant schedules, there's always holes here. This is the sport that gets you thrown out of the sports books. You know. This is, all, this is also the sport that will break your heart, you know. This is the one. This is that me, the meaningless three happens in college basketball more in a week than it happens in five years in the NBA. Um, 
we it is just an amazing thing that happens. The airballed free throw happens more in college basketball than it does in 20 years in the NBA. And, uh, I mean, these things happen in college hoops, and we're going to see it all this season. I, I, I just, you know, whoever came up with the idea of letting these seniors come back, brilliant, you know. Let them play another year. It's right. like, these are the guys that love the game. These are the ones, guys, that make these upsets happen, you know. It's those guys, you know, those those mid-major, you know, guys that will never play at another level. I'm excited to see it. And, uh, of course, the transfer portal just wide open. We're going to see that in full action all day today. Um, you know, all these transfers coming in and big names, you know, the big names. And I, I don't know. Brian, you get a chance to really look over some of these college basketball teams. I really dug in yesterday. So I'm still looking at it. I'm Loaded. on information overload here. Just all these. There's. A, I'm not complaining about the amount of action, but there's so many crappy games to look at. So yeah, it's definitely a lot of games. <laughs> but I think you know a lot of these games. It's like for me, it's like I'm just going to take a pass because I I can. But it's like I think you know a lot of these teams are teams that we're going to have to watch and see what the result is here and exactly what they look like on the court because, you know. This is these are guys that we're gonna you know college basketball isn't necessarily about winning this game it's about you know you find that teams the few teams that you can latch onto and they will bring you home you know bring it home time after time again uh, we see it all the time we see it every year these guys but um, yeah this is going to be uh, yep. lots of action Belmont <laughs> is full of players from back from last year of course they lost to Moorhead State in their conference tournament last year did not go to the big dance. It was Moorhead. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. Like, we look at things. Last year, Chris Holman, um, Ohio State, it was the first year in his history of being a head coach at Butler, Ohio State, that he ever lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament. First time it ever happened to him. And I guess he really took it hard, is from what I've heard. He really took it hard. So it'll be interesting to see what he bounces back with. He's got nine returning uh, guys, nine. He, they're loaded. Um, there's a lot of these loaded rosters out there. Personally, I like Maryland in the Big Ten, but that's just me. It's early, you know. But that's they're my pick um, to win the Big Ten. But um, throw it out. I think there. everybody's humping Belmont today, but we'll see. Like the Bobcats. I mean, Nevada's stacked. I mean, they're stacked. I just think Maryland, to me, is one of the more interesting teams out there. Well, they are a Big Ten team, so I can see where you're coming from. Well, it's not just – it's it has nothing to do with, you know, the crappy conference the and the conf- lack of competition that they'll face during the regular season in the soft – The best conference by soft, far. Uh, the soft players like um, having to play – ACC. The pretenders like Michigan. Um, oh. <laughs> joke. Punch Michigan's one – Michigan could make the Final Four very easily this year. No, they can't. Because they're soft. I think Purdue makes it over them. I think Purdue's a better team. Yeah, okay. Then Maryland? No, I think Purdue's better. Well, yeah, in Maryland. Maryland's yeah, stacked. Purdue. I like Maryland. Purdue. Maryland's go- Maryland is probably Mar- – I think the teams that have the, the chance – like if I'm looking at my Final Four right now, okay, these are, these are my Final Four today, and I, I don't know if this will be the Final Four or not. Maryland, either Auburn or Alabama – Kentucky and Gonzaga. Those are the final four. 
those teams are stacked. I think two from the SEC go this year. I think two of those three. Because Auburn, Alabama, and Kentucky are just stacked. I mean, they're just loaded, loaded. This is the best Alabama team they've ever had. And it's like, if they don't go to the Sweet 16 or Elite 8 or Final Four, it's a disaster. Bruce Pearl at Auburn got his guy, you know? We know when he gets his guy, they're good. He got his guy. He's in. He's qualified for the first game of the season. When's the last time that's happened? Plus, of course, no one works the transfer portal like this guy. I mean, you don't get rung up from, you know, you don't get rung up from the Tennessee. Bruce Pearl? You don't get rung. Kansas. Kansas and the. Uh oh. Kansas was the, the Kansas portal. bandwagon early. All right. You're on the Kansas I bandwagon. Am. I like Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love Michigan State in that one tonight, but that's a side thing. Love Michigan State. Um, I think that one's easy money. Remy Martin is just, he's not a, he's not a team player. And we saw that last year at Arizona State. Um, he just, he's a ball hawk. Number one, he's a ball hog. And number two, he doesn't play defense. So a ball hog that doesn't play defense is just a bad combination. It will permeate through the entire system of the team. So what are you saying? You can't hear Brian? No sound on Rod. No sound on Brian. So these are the soundboard problems. No sound on me. It's like my internet's... No, no. It's, it's my soundboard from yesterday, the problems that I had, more than likely. So let's see. Oh. But I don't want you guys to sound double sound. That's what I'm worried about. All right, try now. Yeah, we don't want to be... Testing. One, two, three. <laughs> Testing. One, two, three. One, two, three. It's weird because it's the same. Easy as one. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Because I didn't change. You're back now. Okay. I see it. Drake sucks. I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. All right. (laughs) Anyways, they they didn't have anything important to say, so don't worry about it. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I said I like like Purdue as the best team in the Big Ten. That's That's what I said. I said I like Maryland. I like that. Purdue, Purdue's pretty good. Boilermakers. They, they, they gave me a good feeling from football, so I'm going to carry it forward. You like them this week against Ohio State <laughs> plus 20 and a half? I haven't. I, I, I've been busy with college bat. I haven't looked at college football on I'm Saturday. too busy for <laughs> college football. Anyways, let's get, into, uh, let's get into the NBA. Just three games tonight. Let's, let's uh, go through these quickly. We got the Philadelphia 76ers back in action against the Milwaukee Bucks. We got the Jazz against the Hawks. The Hawks played last night also. Not even sure if you call that playing what they did. Um, it was. Let's see how many points we could let Steph score. It's like, wow, is he good. It was kind of like Steph Curry appreciation night for the Atlanta Hawks. And then you got the Clippers up against the Trail Blazers. Brian, any of these three? I don't want to roof low this three games, so I'll take something. I'll lean towards the Portland Trail Blazers plus the points. Uh, this team team generally plays within the number, and I I, I see it being a tight game against the Clippers. Uh, I I don't think Blazers could pull this one out, but I think you take the points here for safety. I think it's a one bucket game. Rod, anything in the NBA tonight? 
And for me, in these ones, I'll, I'll take the Jazz here. I think they get it. Is the double-digit win over uh, the Hawks here. Hawks are still 0-7 on the road against the number. Uh, I think they got blown out again on the back-to-back here. Bass watch for them. Jazz take advantage and uh, blow them out. I mean, to play the points. Not even lay that up to minus 9.5. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I'm with Rod on this one. Even if the Jazz were favored by double digits, I'd still take them in this against this Hawks team. I don't think this... Hawks team will even keep it tight tonight. And then I'm leaning on the Clippers. I think the Clippers get a nice win at home in this one. I just think um, they're due for a better game, and especially at home here, I think this three points is a gift. So Clippers minus the points. I like the Bucks. I think the Sixers are just known for mailing it in, and it's like this is a game where they're going to mail it in. It's like they're even talking to Ben Simmons again. It's like this just bad. You know, it's like they, he goes anywhere near that team. It's just, you know, it's just a bad stench. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Bucks here. I think the Sixers just mail it in. Um, that line's a little scary. Huh? Yep. The Sharps are going to get pasted on that thing. Absolutely pasted. Anyways, um, what do you got for sale today, Brian? Well, one and one yesterday, so kiss your sister type of day. So I'm going to try to the juice. rebound. <laughs> yeah, I lost some juice. Uh, but overall, 15-6 run, 71%. Going to try to keep my NBA win streak going. Eight straight NBA winners. I uh, got my three-pack today for $40. My super sharp uh, my super sharp five-pack at PickDogs.com for $50. Make sure you check it out. Or join the VIP and get one of those five for free. Right. Now for me, I had a nice win. Day yesterday, guaranteed that package, and it was a winner. So, uh, gonna do the same thing that top shelf Tuesday five pack. My five best bets will include uh, my NBA total of the month, uh, my N- uh, NHL 10 star cross check play of the day, uh, NHL roof job, along with uh, two college basketball slap dunks. Five best bets on a top shelf Tuesday, guaranteed a winner package. Jump on over 40 bucks, get to all five. Joe. I have three plays out today, you guys. I have two in the NHL and one in college football. So head on over to Pick Dogs. They will be up right after the show. Got one college up right now. Awesome. Well, we got college football. We got three games tonight, all in Maction. It's been very doggy, the Maction, so far. We'll see what happens. We got three tonight and three tomorrow. We got Buffalo against Miami of Ohio, Eastern Michigan against Ohio. And Western Michigan against Akron. Rod, any of these three you're looking at? Well, for me, I lean to uh, Buffalo here. I think that's too many points. Uh, I think Buffalo comes in and makes us a closer game than Miami, Ohio at home. They're one and two against the number. I know Buffalo's only one and three in the number, but I think that's too many points. It's an easy touchdown game. So give me uh, Buffalo plus the points in that one. And I like the over in uh, Eastern Michigan and Ohio. Uh, it's a 60 and a half hasn't budged. So uh, I think we get over the total. I think we get a whole pile of points in that one. Give me the over. The two I lean in those ones in the match. How about you, Joe? Uh, Give me Eastern Michigan minus the points tonight. I think they have a big game against Ohio. We're looking at a a team that's just far better offensively, scoring 34.9 points on average per game. Um, 
solid defense as well. It's still allowing a lot of points, but not compared to what we're seeing out of Ohio, allowing 31.3. I think this is a big game for them. They get a nice uh, win and cover at home. How about you, Brian? I'll tell you what, I like all three of these MAC games. I could have a lot of MAC action, big plays, but as far as free picks go, I'm going to go with Western Michigan against my Zips. Zips are just 8 and 19 against the spread in conference play. They're 4 and 9 the last 13 on the road against the spread. Uh, and uh, Western Michigan's covered four of the last five. Give me Western Michigan, lay that big number. I think they cream the Zips. On the Zips in this one against uh, Western. Um, too many points. Western's just so sloppy. I could see them just slop fest again. Back door just leaves it wide open. Probably lose outright. Take Akron in this one. They're not going to lose out, right? You're crazy. Whatever. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. We go to the NHL. So, yeah, can, Brian's not picking on me. He's picking on me. But Akron, come on. Akron's not going to be Western me. Michigan. Come He's on. a bully. He's a bully. He's bullying me. He's like I beat him by 50. He's a bully. That's what's going to happen. Brian's a bully. Picking Western. That's what they say to me. You're bully. You picked <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> you bully. All right. Anyways, we go to the NHL. <sighs> Took Western. Got the uh, Bruins against the Senators. Canadians against the Kings. Tampa Bay against Carolina. Devils against the Panthers. And the Red Wings against the Oilers. Joe, any of these five? Yeah, I like the under and the Kings and Canadians. Um, I think we see a lower scoring game as both these defenses step up. We have seen the Kings score a lot of points as of late, but they're coming in off a great win last night where they racked up the points. I don't see them doing it again today. I see a lower scoring one in this one. So take the under five and a half. I feel like I left money on the table taking that puck line on the Kings. That's for sure. But uh, Me too. Ah, Mitchie Pucks, another cash. So, Rod? Five. Uh, for me, Kings have been just rolling along. Uh, why not take him again? Um, they can beat the Leafs uh, yesterday. Nice win there. And, uh, I think they come in here and uh, beat Montreal. So uh, give me the Kings again. You get a nice win there. Uh, as I said in the video, I uh, uh, think the Boston Bruins team total over. Uh, I think they easily get enough goals uh, on Ottawa to get that over. I was just trying to look it up to see what it was uh, for you after in the next segment. And the other one, I like, I like Tampa. Give me uh, the Lightning here. Carolina lost their first game, and uh, I think they lose their second game, and I think the Lightning uh, get themselves a win here over uh, the Hurricanes. I'm still not uh, sold on these uh, uh, the Hurricanes goalie. Uh, Ranta got creamed in the in the crease uh, on the weekend. Uh, he was in concussion protocols. Who knows how he is. Brady Anderson got rocked for five goals. Uh, he had no choice but to come back in after that, so uh, we'll see how he bounces back after that. I think he gets another loss. Give me the lightning over the hurricane in that one. Brian? Yeah, I agree with Rod with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think they get it done at home on the money line. But where I disagree, I think Montreal Canadiens laying the juice is just, to me, looks too good to be true, getting plus money with the Kings. Canadiens off two games at home. They're 3-10 and 10 on the year. 
Uh, I'll lay the juice here of Montreal. It just seems like they're begging you to take the Kings. I like the Red Wings. I like them on the regular and the puck line. So I'm going to double down on the Red Wings. This one against Edmonton. And the puck line's too easy to pass up. That's for sure. The puck line will be the Mitchie Pucks play. The money line's just for extra money. Just for pocket change. For the beer nuts. Got the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets against the Blues. Got uh, Blackhawks against Pittsburgh. Calgary against San Jose. Vancouver against the Ducks. Love those Ducks. And uh, Vegas against the Kraken. Brian? Yeah, I think out of all that grouping, I'm going to take the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, the line seems really, really light for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Blackhawks, uh, I think they're much better than that very uh, terrible record would indicate. And I'm going to take the Blackhawks at home to get an upset over the Penguins. Joe, I'm going against your, your flames here. I like the Sharks here on the puck line at the very yeah. least. But uh, Yeah, I would too. You? <laughs> I think you're like deadly correct on that one. I think the Flames really ha struggle playing at home as well. Um, I don't think they'll get the win tonight. I also like the Jets. Give me the home team in this one. I think these two teams are so evenly matched. Um, the Jets at home will get this win. Um, yeah, I like it. And I like the over in that one as well. I think both these teams... Do you do the Jets chant like when you watch the game sometimes like you're just watching it on TV and just all of a no. sudden like just like in the middle of your living room like even if no one's there you just kind of just get up and do the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> no, but now every time I say Jets or hear Jets I think of that because you guys have done that to me but I do not cheer for the Jets even when my money's on them. Oh. I have a hard time cheering for them. <laughs> uh, you got you to gotta go to a Jets game and uh, – Experience. Don't forget the other chant, J-A-G-S, Jags, Jags, Jags. That's the other one. Go Jags. That's not the, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not, that's not the Jags chant. The Jags chant is Duval. Everyone knows that. No, Jags. No, it's not. It's Duval. Everyone knows it. Duval is the Jags chant. Everyone knows that. Stop making things up. <laughs> Yeah, I know some great games, though, in this time slot. So it is a nice, I also did, it is a nice yeah, slot. I think Vegas is in for another big uh, game tonight against the Seattle Kraken that cannot win on the road to save their lives right now. Brian, what do you think of the slot? Like I said, I only had one play in the slot, but I think the Kraken might. That's just another line. That seems, lines in hockey today seem a There's some too-good-to-be-true ones out there, I think. I might have missed the boat on hockey premiums. Rod, how about you in the slot? In this lot, for me, I like uh, the over in the Pittsburgh Penguins Blackhawks game. Both offenses uh, been putting the puck in the net, and uh, I think that continues here. Give me the over in that one. And the other one I like. Uh, give me the Blues. Um, and I don't trust the Jets with uh, with all those guys out. Uh, Hellebuck will be out for this game. You have Comrie and goal again, making his second start. No, no Ehlers, no Stastny, no Shifley. There's just too many guys out for the Jets for me. Give me the Blues. We're playing the better hockey. Um, you can look, some of those guys might play, but they're definitely not going to be at 100%. Uh, 
Um, too many guys out for the Jets. Give me the Leafs. Sharks and Ducks puck line for both both those for me. Parlay them up and uh, possibly sprinkle in a little Penguins puck line on that as well. Bird cage. Anyways, it's time we go to the college hardwood. Like I said, I think this will be the greatest college basketball season in the history of college basketball. I do believe that there'll be adjustments to the transfer portal after this season. Um, we've already seen just flat-out abuse of it. So, I mean, you give you give these college coaches a, a crease, they're going to abuse the crap out of whatever is good for everybody else and uh, ruin it. And they've already done that with the transfer portal. So you'll see that probably changed. I don't think you'll see seniors being able to stay for another season, you know, after this year. I don't think uh, – you know, I think there'll be big changes. I think the NBA will uh, probably allow freshmen, allow high school players back in too. I think all those things are going to happen. It's going to change college basketball. Of course, this is it for Coach K. But uh, let's get it tipped off here. We've got the early games. This is the pre seven o'clock games. Um, before seven o'clock tonight, just randomly go d- down the list here. Of course, if I skip something, you have a you have a pick in one of these. Of course, you're free to hit it, but I don't want to take up the entire show doing this, just reading off the games. But Villanova, Loyola, Marymount, Cal versus San Diego. Not They're not the Toreros anymore. They're now the Tritons. They've changed their name. I like it. The Tritons. Tritons. No longer the Toreros, which who in the hell knew what that was? The Tritons. Remember the Tritons. We're going to blitz on every play. They cross the line. I'm taking every single one out. They're going to remember the day they played the Tritons. The Tritons is a weapon that... that I know. We know what it is. is yeah. This isn't Jeopardy. This is, this is college basketball. Eastern Michigan's playing Indiana. New head coach in Indiana. Rung up Archie Miller in a hurry. Hell, those Indiana bashers on my YouTube channel last year. Suck it. VCU versus St. <laughs> Peter's. Ohio State against Akron. Chris Holman back on the court after that tearful exit last year from the NCAA tournament. Got ugly. or He got Oral Roberts. Um, UConn taking on Central Connecticut State. Radford against Emory and Henry. Who even knew? It was a team. Butler against Iwapui. Brian, any of these early games do anything for you? No, there's a couple that wet my whistle. Uh, I'm going to go with the Tritons here, plus the points against the armpit of the Pac-12 Cal. Wouldn't shock me if the Tritons had an upset victory here, but uh, I think 14 is more than enough to get you cover. You think Matt Bradley Bradley leaving Cal to go to San Diego State, do you think that's addition by subtraction? Because to me, he's a ball hog that won't play defense also. Sometimes you get additions by subtraction. Just look at Ben Simmons. Uh, and then in the other game, this is the game Akron covers tonight. The Zips against their in-state uh, Ohio State big Buckeyes that went out early in the playoff and the tournament. They go out early, out in the first round. Yeah, first give round. me Akron plus the points here. I think this is a 10-point game. Rod? Yeah, that's the one that Akron I like to give me the Akron plus the points. Well, that's too many there. I agree with the 10-point game in that one. And I'll take St. Peter's plus the points against VCU. I think that's a closer game as well. 
Uh, two, I like in that time slot. Joe? Yeah, I'm with you guys on Akron plus the points. When we look at Ohio State um, last season, their last five games at home, they couldn't cover the spread. So I think Akron plus the points is definitely the way to go. I love Ohio State tonight against Akron, by the way. I love oh, my God. I love them. And you guys know <laughs> I am not. So Ohio State. All three of us are on the opposite. Oh, I He's love, on the wrong love, love, love Ohio State in this one. Coming off of the first round entry, these – Ohio State is a pro is a program. They love to beat up on the bad teams. They're all in all their sports. They do it in football. They do it in basketball, especially at the Valley City Center. Especially at home is where they blow them out. Remember what they did to Cincinnati a couple years ago in that opener, and that was a good Cincinnati team. This Akron team lost their best player. That guy was like fifty percent of all their scoring from last year. He's one of the players that did not come back. And I, I think Akron is going to be taking a big step back. I thought the Zips took a little step forward last year when they, you know, the Zips were always a tournament team. They were always the representative for the MAC for many, many years. And then the last, you know, six, five, six years, they no longer were in that spot. And then last year, they kind of took that step forward. But then at the end of the season, when they really needed to get it done, they didn't get it done. And then they lost in overtime in the MAC tournament. But the thing is, is they lost their best player, and a team like Akron can't afford to lose their best player because Ohio State's nine deep. They're freaking loaded, 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 this Ohio State team. This team is way better than the Ohio State team that they had last year. Way better. This team's stacked. You're going to see 20, 30-point win here for the Buckeyes. No problemo. No problem in that one. I also like Eastern Michigan and Indiana. Don't like, I don't like NBA, co- NBA coaches going to the college level. Doesn't work. Um, I've never. It's never worked, right? It never worked. You see, college coaches go to the NBA and then come back to college, but you don't see straight NBA guys come to the college game and have success. It just doesn't happen. It's a different game. Got to be able to work the living room. I like Eastern Michigan. It's mostly just to piss off the Indiana fans, which lo- who love to take pot shots at me. <laughs> Them and the Arkansas fans. They just love me. Richmond, North Carolina Central. Spiders are in action. The Albany Great Danes, a Brian Bittler fa- favorite, um, playing against Towson. Dayton against the Flames. Davidson against Delaware, the Blue Hens. George Mason, Stony Brook. Arizona State against Portland. Don't have Terry Porter to push around anymore. He's gone from Portland. He had a good run. What do you think the average like margin of defeat was at Portland with Terry Porter as head coach, Rod? What do you think? How many points do you think it was? Like the average margin that they lost by with Terry Porter coaching there. 20 plus 60. <laughs> I was gonna say 60. <laughs> it just seemed like every game was yeah, like 97 plus. to 54. And it was like the worst part was it was like he should have been fired before last season. And it was like they made him sit through having to watch what we had to watch, you know, last year. It's like no, <laughs> we're not even going to give you the dignity of firing you. We're going to make you sit on that bench and watch the crap that you put out on the court one more time. It was like it was so bad, man. They just stink. 
Purdue against Bellarmine. Again, I think we're going to have a butting of the heads here. Rod's a big Bellarmine guy. Purdue ranks seventh in the country. Always a little overrated, the Boilers. Georgia Southern against Ball State. Maction against the Sun Belt. Valpo and Toledo. Siena against St. Bonnie's. This could be a beast of a St. Bonnie's team this season. This is a very, very good St. Bonnie's team this year. Duquesne against Ryder. Riders on the storm. Got Maryland against Quinnipiac. I'm normally a Quinnipiac type guy. This Maryland team is loaded. They're freaking loaded, loaded. Like Final Four loaded. They are really good. Um, Iona against App State. Charlotte against Monmouth. The Hawks are in action, Brian. Excited about that one? Got Providence against Fairfield. Stags. Syracuse against Lafayette in a uh, Syracuse getting the season started with a nice six-digit uh, rotation number game. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, we can't do that. We're gonna have to have at least six uh, rotation numbers in the rotation. Pitt against Citadel. Citadel, tr- what we've seen from them, I didn't do a lot of research on Citadel this year, but you have to remember this is a team that can score a ton and they play no defense whatsoever. They give up like a million points a game. North Carolina against Loyola, Maryland. Pitt actually got a massive transfer um, from Oakland, I believe it was. I think it was Oladipo, right? From Oakland, went to Pitt. Yeah, I think it was Oladipo, went from Oakland to Pitt. So that's the transfer portal at work. Clemson against one ho, two ho, red ho, blue ho, Presbyterian. (laughs) UNC Greensboro against North Carolina 18 A&T. Belmont against Ohio. Oregon, Texas Southern. Gotta love the Ducks. West Virginia, Oakland. Oh, man. Bob Huggins hit the transfer portal hard. He hit it real hard after last year's defensive fiasco. And, of course, Kansas, Michigan State. South Carolina, South Carolina Upstate, Georgia, FIU, Cincinnati, Evansville. We've got a lot of 7 o'clockers. Let's just stop there. We'll stop at Kansas. Uh, Kansas. Can you read them over again? I forgot. Just, <laughs> anything in the 7 o'clock time slot. Just, I, I don't have a clue what you said. Whose anything, turn is it first? Whoever wants to go. Oh, I'll go first. I like get it over with. I'll take Florida International University plus the points. Uh, Florida, great recruiting pool down in Florida. Who are they playing? Georgia. Georgia, uh, maybe the crappiest team in the SEC, I guess. They lost uh, a lot of players in the portal, Georgia. I I think Florida International can keep it within five, six. This is just a lean on Florida International. And then Delaware, my blue hens against the Davidson uh, team that normally during the season I like to back Davidson, but here I think the blue hens can keep it within four or five points here. Davidson lost their best shooting guard. Transfer to Kentucky. Blue hands here, the better of the two picks. Yeah, I, 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 Georgia had that mass exodus. I didn't really look at that game, but I, I could see all the players that went landed on other teams from Georgia. Can I, so I can only imagine what they look like now. Probably just a shell. Rod, what are you looking at? I think St. Bond's going to be good, but I think that's too many points. Uh, I think Seattle keeps it closer than the 19 points there. Uh, just too many. 
might as well take a little bit to jail and get uh, things to roll in. That's just too many points. We see Anna plus the points in that one. And uh, I normally like Battle Army, uh, but Purdue is stacked. Uh, I'll lay the points with Purdue. I think they run right over Battle Army in that one. Lay the 22. Purdue has no problem covering that. They went by 30 plus. They're that good. Boiler, boiler up, baby. I think get ready for a big-time boiler disappointment here again. Please. You're just salty about the other boiler makers. I'm really not. I don't care. I've, I've won on Purdue just as much as I've, I'm just messing I've with won you. plenty on Purdue over the years. But Purdue's been, Purdue's has come up short every single time. They've had much better teams than this. You have a coach that can't get you over the top is what you have there. You've got problems. Anyways, Joe, what do you like in this slot? Yeah, I'm liking the under in the Ball State Georgia Southern game. And because I like the under, I also like Ball State plus the points. I really do think this is going to be um, one where they're, it's going to be low scoring. Both these teams trended to the under last year. And I think what we saw out of Ball State last year, the better team coming into this. So we're going to take Ball State plus the points and the under in that one. I like Michigan State straight money in this one. Uh, once again, same story, different year, you know, once again, uh, they don't have all the all Americans that everybody has. They don't have all these other guys. They got a coach that can seriously knows what he's doing. This is what he does. He just works on rebounding, free throw shooting, you know, just the basics, passing the basketball. I'm telling you, man, they go places last year. Michigan state was hideous. Okay. Let's, let's, let's call it what it is. Okay. They were hideous last year. They go to the NCAA tournament. They go to the play. They they have to play in the play-in game, right? They lose in the play-out play-in game. They lose by four points, right? So same amount that they're getting tonight against Kansas, who did nothing, right? Again in the NCAA tournament, just fell flat on their face again. But um, they lose by four points in the NCAA tournament with nothing. This is how good of a coach this guy is, right? The team that beats him. Goes to the final four, comes within a shot of going all the way. It's like, I think that this game's going to be super tight. And I think we're going to be very happy to have those points in our back pocket. This guy is he's going to keep you in it. He's going to keep you in it. He always does. And I don't see in a big game like this how he doesn't. On a big stage, big game, that's what it's all about in Michigan State. Tough, tough, tough to go against Tom Izzo in that spot. Because self is a choker, right? He always chokes. They've had stack team after stack team after stack team. Done nothing with them. Aside from that, I think they have a pretty nice squad. Kansas. <laughs> I think the West Virginia... Rock the charge with the Jayhawk. I think West Virginia against Oakland is is an interesting one too. Last year, Oakland had ten freshmen on that team. Remember, they changed. What they did was like they had a uh, they had a players only meeting, and they said, "Well, if you keep the coach, then we're all going to leave." So they re-signed the coach to an extension, and the entire team hit the transfer portal. So they had to start over again. So they had ten freshmen last year. So you think, right, that they're going to have all these guys that come back this year. But the problem is six, their six top players all hit the transfer portal again. Like I just said, Old Depot went to Pittsburgh. So um, 
They have some problems there. And then West Virginia was terrible on defense last year, which is weird for Bob Huggins' team, who's normally suffocating on defense. So he went out and hit the transfer portal, and he brought in some horses. I mean, some serious, serious shot blockers in the middle. I think Oakland's going to have a real tough time scoring points in this one. I think West Virginia and probably the under. I just think this is one of those games where they're just going to wear them down. I think Oakland might come out and do it. But remember last year, Oakland, their first game last year? Rod, do you remember that game? Normally you remember these things. Remember Oakland's first game last year? No, don't look it up. Do you remember it or not? They lost to Xavier by 600 points. (laughs) I remember it because they lost to Xavier by about 600. It was, I think it was 159 to three. Yeah, they got spanked. They got spanked beyond spanked. I can't, it's like those type of beatings, I remember, you know. I think it was one of the largest um, wins in Xavier program history. I think it was bigger than when they played, um, oh, God, what's the name of that school? I can't remember the name of it. Brian would know. It was against um, my old business partner. (laughs) <laughs> was their largest margin of victory ever in school history. But uh, but I think, believe, Oakland finally eclipsed that. Stood for a record that stood for quite quite some time. It's one of those games where they do the opening tip-off, the guy runs down the court with the ball, slams it home, and the crowd starts yelling, start up the bus. Love those games. <laughs> those are my favorite. Start up the bus. Yeah, there's some good games in here. Maryland. So, Maryland, Maryland. besides being loaded with guys that returned, they also hit the transfer portal extremely hard. And the guy that they got was Fats Russell, was one of the guys that they got from Rhode Island. Remember the guy from Rhode Island last year? He scored 1,600 points at Rhode Island. And that's not an exaggeration. That's not a Mitch number or whatever. That is the number. Yep. He scored about 1,600 points at Rhode Island. This guy can flat out score. The, there's, you have this guy, and he's not, even, he doesn't, he's, not, he's not forced to carry the load there. You know, he's just another guy on the team. Well, this is, you know, that's how good they are. They're loaded. Turgeon did a really nice job. They're going to they're gonna be, be a Final Four contender for sure. Purdue has no chance against them. Mail it in. Brian's got his blue ribbon yearbook out. He's finally. I think you're leaving. I'm looking up Georgia Tech stuff. (laughs) Georgia Tech. (laughs) I like Miami, Ohio in the next time slot. I was just checking something. All right. We'll go to the 730 slot then. That's where you want to be. Got. Miami of Ohio against Georgia Tech. Canisius against Miami. Miami had some key transfers. Including Earl Timberlake. Heading on they could out. Could have outright upset there, maybe. Heading out. Yeah, Jim Laranega is known for losing to Canisius. <laughs> Ole Miss against New Orleans. Ooh, incarnate word up against Texas State. Ooh. Haven't used that one in a while. 
Too bad though. In a while, right? Yeah, <laughs> you don't get are they the car- are they incarnate the word. They just don't. You just don't see them in any other sport. But it's like that incarnate word up just rolls right off your tongue. You know, it's like we were just. It was like yesterday, right? It's like this stuff. <laughs> These are guys. You know, I love college hoops because all the names, like Purdue, Fort Wayne, the Mastodons, they're taking on Earlham. I mean, there's no line in this thing, but Earlham. <laughs> just make teams up, you know. It's like Earlham's playing. Who are you? Who are we playing? Um, who? Earlham. <laughs> who? Earlham. <laughs> that's, that's not. Doesn't sound real. It's like William Peace is playing Campbell. The Camels. William Peace. Peace out. William Peace out. UAB in Asheville. Cornell against Binghamton. Ooh. That's a battle of upstate New York teams. It's going to be chilly. St. John's against Mississippi oh, Valley State. Oh, man, how did I miss that one? Oh, my God. I tell you who's on that one is Romanelli. I, I, Romanelli will be on our um, show, our college football show later on today. <laughs> we'll have to ask him about this one. He loves that conference. Mississippi Valley State getting 43 and a half here at St. John's. <laughs> they're so bad it's like i could lay the 43 and a half in that one it's like i i i would seriously consider it no oh yeah they're so bad they're so bad mississippi valley state let's look at some of their scores from last year they are so bad they're rancid man so they lost that in their conference in their conference tournament they actually showed up um they they covered um no, they didn't cover. They didn't cover. They were getting they were getting twenty five and a half um in that one. They lost ninety one sixty four against Prairie View A and M. They lost to Arkansas Pine Bluff eighty two fifty nine. So actually they had some fairly competitive games. Like they lost to Texas Southern eighty two to forty five. So they were in that one. Ninety three fifty eight against Alabama A and M. Eighty five seventy two against Grambling. They were getting twenty five in that one. I like a good crappy team. Yeah. Well, these guys might be a little, (laughs) these guys are a little too old and crappy for you. These guys are real bad. (laughs) Mississippi Valley State, generally the worst team in the country. That's a lot of points. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you, uh, UMBC is at UMass, the Retrievers. These are the guys that beat Virginia in the first round of the NCAA tournament two years ago. Three years ago. Xavier against Niagara. Pepperdine against Rice. Oh, we're past the 7.30 time slot. So anything between 7.30 and 8 o'clock. Rod, you want to give it a shot? Bowling Green action for you against Western? No. <laughs> Just throwing it I like, I like, I like Xavier. Give me, give me Xavier over uh, Niagara. Uh, Xavier's a better team. They come in and roll right over the purple, purple people eater thingies. And a purple, purple something, purple hat. <laughs> I gave, it's a Niagara purple, purple something. I gave, I, I gave Rod the uh, the Applebee's treatment there. He sat down. He didn't even sit down to open his menu. I Marty suggested that. I suggested appetizers for him. It's like. Can I start you with some mozzarella sticks and uh, <laughs> some beef tips? It's like, 
while I'm don't eat red meat and I'm lactose intolerant, so probably not a good selection for me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, like you go to those places and it's like you haven't even opened the menu, they're already suggesting. <laughs> it's like I didn't ask for suggestions, but it's like, how about if I start you off with uh clam boat? It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I always look at him like, what? <laughs> always start with, right? Those ones always scare me. It's like, why are you, why are you trying to push this on me? Can I have a drink first? <laughs> because there's people like me that is just like, yeah, I'd love that. That's why they do it. <laughs> Can I start you with a sushi boat for That's the table? <laughs> Anytime I get suggested something, I always say yes. So that is exactly why they do it, you guys. It's all my fault. Can I start you guys off with? uh, Can I start you guys off with? I don't know, a side of waffles for the table. (laughs) (laughs) There's time I don't even know what I've agreed to. I've just been like, okay, sure. Can I start you? Can I start you guys off with? uh... (laughs) Right. What else you got in the slot? Anything? In, in this slot. Uh, where are the Sony games? Overload. It it's too overload. many games. It is too many games. I admit it's too many games for oh. one day. Today, today college basketball, <laughs> like, they went a little crazy. They went a little crazy. I think they did. I like, tip, I like to tiptoe into the season. I, well, a not... little. <laughs> Right? I like the tiptoe in the season, too. It's like, here, here you go. Ah! <laughs> there really is only listed yeah, seven, like... 70 line games today. Only, hmm. yeah. Only 70. I think I'm going to ride with Old Miss today over New Orleans. You're crazy. Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a feeling they're going to come out and... Get the win and cover. I think they're going to have a good game today. The SEC is really tough this year, so I would imagine yeah. Ole Miss is going to be tough too. They are really, the SEC is brutal this season. Well, generally, at the beginning of the season, I like to take tons of points against the, the better teams. Uh, I seem to get lucky and get covers early on. But As far as that grouping goes, I'm going to take Kinesis plus the points against Miami. I think uh, Kinesis... Uh, the Golden Griffiths in spots last year, they ended up 19-7-2 against the spread over their last uh, 28 games or so. So they're a cover team. I think that's just a little bit too much against Miami. And uh, Miami, Ohio, I like them, uh, plus the points. I think they're going to be improved in the MAC conference this year. Georgia Tech, uh, I, I see this as about six, seven-point wins, so nine and a half should get you there. Take Miami, Ohio. Yeah, this is this is one of the tougher slots, you know, that that 7:30 slot. But so Chicago Chicago State is a team that we bet against a lot in the past, but you don't get a lot of line games with them. So I'm going to go with St. Thomas and Minnesota. I know nothing about these teams, but I know a betting against Chicago State is normally a good idea. So I'm going to They last year. They, beyond last year. They're like the Washington Generals of opponents. They play everybody. They play everybody. Like their their schedule is like Ohio State, North Carolina, Duke. You know, they play everybody, everybody, and they get rolled. I mean, they get rolled, rolled. 
I think last year they might not have played. What time do they play? Eight o'clock. I'm yep. looking for the game. Eight o'clock. I missed. It. Didn't they play with a couple and then they, and then they withdrew? Something. Like they played that. a couple games and then they were like, "Oh, I'm out of my yeah, slot. Well, I'm out of my slot." Is what, what happened there? <laughs> I went right over the line. There's so many games. I... <laughs> you went right out of your own slot, Mitch. Yeah, I'm out of my slot. It's okay. We forgive you because you're right. so nice to I'll... us when we do. Uh, I don't forgive. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just kick. I'll just kick off the eight o'clock slot then. I like. Um, let's see. I like Jacksonville State against Wichita State. Wichita State is is good. They're real good. But Jacksonville State always gets the guys that got into trouble somewhere else. And I like those guys. They normally have guys that have played at all of the big-time schools. The guy that didn't get on the court, you know, at, like, Kentucky or whatever. And I don't even need to look them up. I know that that's the case. Texas Tech is playing North Florida. Texas Tech, of course, lost their head coach. So they got some issues there this season. But they did get some players in. So um, I always like when they, like when you had a really good head coach and they replace him with the assistant. So you have some continuity. You give this guy a chance. You know, maybe he did learn something. We'll have to see. Missouri State against Southeast Missouri. We're not going to touch that one. Rod without his Illinois hat, Kofi Coburn. Uh, suspended for three games for signing autographs. Right. Yep. He signed That's the so points. He signed. Uh, like, uh, he, he signed the autographs, and then they passed the rule that players are allowed to sell autographs like a month later, and they still get suspended for three games. And one of those <laughs> games is the Marquette game, which is a big game. And he's what he's first team All uh, American, right? He's got to be. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't go NBA. He's an NBA player. And also, Frazier's, Frazier's probable. He's, he's Frazier's injured on Illinois, too. So, uh, oh, I think that's way too many so points. So, you worried against like Jackson. Jackson State. Really? I like Jackson State. Yeah, I like Jackson State. I think they, uh, Illinois comes out a little slow and sluggish, and uh, they don't you know, usually win by, like, 13. It's Jackson State. I like Florida against Elon because Florida, Florida was another team that was sort of a dumpster fire last year. They also they also lost Oral Roberts. <laughs> the, the list of teams that were embarrassed by Oral Roberts in the NCAA tournament was Florida was one of those two. Um, at least they made it past the first round. But Florida had problems also on defense last year, and they hit the transfer portal hard as well. So they should be improved. Also, Keontae Johnson might actually play for them. He's listed as questionable for this game. Romanelli will be on later, and I know he's going to this game. So I'll have to ask him if he knows. If if Keontae Johnson is back with Florida this year, they're a top-10 team. If he doesn't play, um, they're still going to be good. Not, Not as good as they act like they are, but they'll still be good. They always act like they're way better than they are. But if they get Keontae Johnson back, um, that would be a great story. That would be one of the best stories of the year in all of sports, I believe. It'd kind of be like um, Alex Smith, right, coming back in football. It would be big. Let's see what else we got. Minnesota. 
Only seven-point favorites here against the Kangaroos of Kansas City. Oak State without Cade Cunningham. They still got players, though. 18-point favorites. Nebraska. Eh, why bother? Let's see what else we got. Anything else? Just the Leathernecks. Yep, they are against the Leathernecks. Brian, what do you like in this slide? How about the Hogs against Mercer? Uh, in that slot, I'm going to take the uh, Rods team, the Hofstra Pride here, plus 18 and a half. 34-16-1 over last 51 road games as a dog. Uh, Hoster's also, I think, won five Tuesday games in a row. Uh, I'm going to take Hoster plus all these points. So I think you're getting value here against Houston. Houston was top 10 team all season last year. I like Hofstra. <laughs> I, I, I like Hofstra too, but uh, that's going a little crazy. I'll, I'll take I'm not crazy. Like big bucket. They, they just they, they just keep loading up. Man. They'll have solid defense. And uh, yeah, Hofstra's in trouble. They're in deep dog duty with that one. They were kicking you out yeah. of the Hofstra prize. What about Maryland <laughs> East Shore against St. Joseph? You got Hawks on Hawks that are the same color teams. Uh oh. This is bad. You got the same color uniforms, they're both Hawks. St. Joe's, I still think, has the bad mojo. I still think they have the bad mojo. What do you guys... Do you think they're past the bad mojo stage? Or do you think... This is a team geographically close to you, Brian, right? So it's like, you know that they have the bad mojo, right? From the whole Phil Martelli firing. I like the St. Joe's Hawks. I think the bad mojo's gone this year. You think so? Yep. I think when you fire your coach of 27 years or whatever, that's like... That goes away, you know. It's a grieving period. They did finish strong. That 100-66 to 66, uh, loss to UMass in their conference tournament last year really did signal that maybe good things were coming this year. Well, if they would have got a hold of Miami, they would have been able to get a win, but... Well, they lost. Fortune. They did, you know, it was only 34 points. I mean, it was. Yeah. it's a lot closer than the score. It was a lot closer than the score. I mean, they were getting five. So, I mean, they were within. Are you 20. on Gonzaga, they were you within on Gonzaga tw- against the Trailblazers? They were within, they were within 29 against, uh, you know, within the number by 29 against them. So, they were, they were close. But actually, they did finish the season strong with four wins. Um, LaSalle, Dayton, Richmond, and then LaSalle again. It's kind of the Grateful Dead concert. So, you get in college hoops. It's like, it's like China, Ryder, playing in the band. Back into China, right? What else we got? Joe, you like any of these games? Eight o'clock. What about Moorhead State to keep it tight tonight? Zero chance. Uh, you think? Zero chance. Okay. I was looking at that. I just think there's a little bit too many points because Auburn has had a lot of um, new players come in. Yeah. So. And they're all NBA players that are paid very well to play for that team. Okay, zero chance tonight. Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl. What do you think about? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they have zero chance, but I'm just saying that Auburn has an NBA team this year. Yeah, that that is true. I was just thinking this first game Moorhead with a little bit of momentum coming off um, a good last season. They did have a good season. They went. They made it to the NCAA tournament. They beat Belmont. They went to the Big Dance. They weren't bad. Yeah. You know, yeah, 
Absolutely. What now is Gonzaga going to beat this huge million point spread? No. Over Dixie State? No. No way. Yeah, it's it's just way Gonzaga, too. Gonzaga actually though, this is the best Gonzaga. This could be the best Gonzaga team they've ever had. They got the highest recruit they've ever had at Gonzaga, and they have the Player of the Year returning, Timmy. So they they could be. Uh, they could do it. Uh, Every public humper in the world is going to take Gonzaga tonight. So how much do you have on Gonzaga then? <laughs> Every Johnny public humper is going to take Gonzaga tonight just because they're Gonzaga. So how much do you have on them? I didn't touch that game, honestly. But How I many would, units I would, you got on the Zags? I would take the Trailblazers. They've cashed four in a row as an underdog. So Dixie State. I, I don't like Gonzaga. <laughs> I'm anti I'll lay the points with the Gonzaga, yeah. I knew it. They usually blow Dixie Skate out of the No the, way. Of the no party, chance so. to cover that kid's tonight. Is that the hat that's you burnt, though, Rob? They put, they put, yeah, I got another one, though. How about a new one? I'll send you a Dixie State hat. <laughs> so far away. Do you think Auburn has? Do you think Auburn has too many good players? Maybe. You think, think they have power struggles with that? Well, it's just what five you put on the court. We saw this at Baylor two years ago, but they ended the season, so like we never got to see how it would play out. But they kind of had figured it out, and guys left the team, and you know, got into trouble, got arrested. You know, it's college basketball, so this stuff happens. But it's like. Um, Baylor had this problem, and Kentucky has had this problem before. They just have too many good guys. That's why Calipari, normally at Kentucky, never has teams like he's got now. Normally, he's just got four or five really good guys. Rarely does he have a team with, like, 12 deep. I think he's just mad about last year still, so that's why he figured I'm just going to load up and not let anyone go anywhere else. They're loaded. I really want to see this Jamari, Jabari Smith. Can't hear you, Brian. More head states to call there. They're going to cover. Auburn stacked. Stacked. <laughs> stacked. More head states, not bad. I, 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 I struggle with that one. I think there's better places to be. I could I could make a case for Marhead State. They're a tournament team. But I Auburn's one Auburn's I think is a final four team. I think that's the issue you have there. You guys are turning me on to some games here. You don't think Auburn's a final four team? They'll whip Purdue's ass. They're not better than Purdue. They're loaded. <laughs> have you ever have, have you ever seen fun. the list of Bruce Pearl recruiting violations? <laughs> <laughs> sure, is, it's quite long. Yeah. I mean, every year, remember last year, Sharif Cooper? It took him how many games to get finally get him in the door? I think Memphis is better than Auburn. No chance. Well, we'll see. How many how many games was it? Sharif Cooper got to play finally like the last six games of the season or something? Is that what happened? I'm something. looking forward to like it a Memphis-Houston like game. Those two be, have a good game. Of course, when Bruce Pearl was at Tennessee... He had the, uh, there was a picture of him and Aaron Kraft in his living room. Well, you're an SEC, ACC guy. I'm not. I'm a Big Ten AAC guy. 
What? I like the American Athletic Conference, and I like uh, Big Ten. I just heard you were an athletic supporter. I like the American. I like the AAC <laughs> and the Big East. I like the Big East too. Okay, where are we at? All right, I can see the case for Moorhead State. I know they were good last year, but they don't have the same guys back. They don't have the same team back. Auburn is loaded. How about Texas abusing the transfer portal? I think their entire team is transfers. Wow. Playing against Houston Baptist. Chris Beard, the new coach at Texas from Texas Tech. Did a great job at Texas Tech. Made it to the finals. Got cheap called in the final. Would have been the champions, I believe. That was two. Yeah, double cheap called, didn't he, Rod? That one. It was like two horrific calls so. that went against double him in overtime. Calls. Right? Horrific calls. Yep. That went against them in overtime and they lost the game. Oh, Southern's playing against Louisville, Brian. Missed that one. <laughs> That's uh, La Tech against Alabama. <laughs> La Tech's not bad, but once again, Alabama, Final Four bust. I think this is one of those places also. I think Alabama, the fans in the stands, you got to remember, there hasn't been fans in the stands for a year. So these guys have been chomping at the bit to get back into the stands too. So places like Auburn and Alabama were just tough buildings to begin with. Coleman's one of the toughest. So I imagine that place is going to be exploding tonight because it's Final Four bust for this Alabama team. They don't go to the Final Four. It's it's going to be a disappointing year for them. I thought you had Auburn in the Final Four. I think both can go. Oh, come on. It could be Auburn, Kentucky, and Bama in the Final Four. (laughs) You're dreaming. They all could go. They all could go. Maybe three Big Ten teams. I think all three of those teams have a shot at the Final Four. Those three teams have a legitimate shot at the Final Four. Auburn, Alabama, Kentucky. They're all do. Those, those yeah, I can are, see Kentucky. Those teams are stacked. Alabama is probably the pick, right, to win the SEC. They have to be. Yeah, I like Kentucky. Alabama has to be favored, though. They have to be favored, right? I don't know what the odds are. I wonder if we have it at Sports Chat. Odds to win. We should. All over the stuff. Right, we do have it. Betting. Oh, it doesn't have the odds to win. Uh, I got it right. Kentucky's the favorite to win the SEC. And then Alabama. Alabama's number two, and then Auburn. Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Good yeah. Auburn's, yeah. After that. Uh, oh, I see. The reason why I didn't have the odds is because I was looking at the wrong year. All right. Anyways. Alabama versus La Tech. Boise versus Utah Valley. Gonzaga versus Dixie State. Navy against Virginia. UC Irvine against New Mexico State. That could be a war. South Dakota State Jackrabbits taking on Bradley. Brian's a big Bradley guy. The Bradley Braves. USC against Cal State Northridge. It all comes up. All the memories surface. 
Utah State against Davis, a game that I think is really flying under the radar that could be one of the games of the night. Colorado State against Oral Roberts. Max Abmus back at Oral Roberts, and they're getting a dozen at Colorado State. Was 12 and a half. Love Oral Roberts in that game. Oh, no, I think you go Colorado State. Duke, Although I like Oral Roberts. Duke, Kentucky. Who else? Do you, who do you like in this time slot, Brian? I'm like a kid in the candy store, but I'm just going to stick with my pick I gave out a little bit. I'm I'm going to fade Gonzaga tonight with uh, Dixie State. And uh, let me see. Is there anything else in there? I'm kind of tempted, like you just mentioned, on Oral Roberts. That seems like a whole boatload of points against Colorado State. But uh, for Colorado me, it's Dixie State, State. It's one of those things where they just return you know, a million points. There's so many things look good to me. Colorado to State, I think, like last year, they were excited to return four or five starters. And I think because of the fifth year, I think they're all back again. I think that's the deal with Colorado State. So they return everybody. Joe, how about you? You like anything in this slot? Yeah, I'd be leaning on Cal State to cover with those points over Santa Clara. I think this one um, will be a tighter fault game coming out in this first one. So give me Cal State plus the points. How about you, Rod? And for me, I like a three in that time slot. I got a birdcage for you. Alabama, lay the points. Uh, and we see all the uh, sharps uh, up against uh, Alabama in this one. They're all taking La Tech. Uh, no chance. Give me Alabama. Run right over La Tech in this one. Sharps take it up the keister in that the one. The sharps don't, uh, are not accounted for I like for that uh, the under in uh, Nate. No, tough, they're not. Tough, <laughs> tough like, building. Yeah, go. Tough building. No. Good. I like uh, under. Under in the Navy in uh, Virginia game. Then they say play so fast. You're going to be so slow. <laughs> Give me the under uh, 124 and a half and that one. Um, and then lay the points with the Zags. They whooped up on Dixie State last season. Uh, easily got the cover. You're crazy. All the board. I had, I'll give you 40. I'm not betting ahead on the first, first game thing. of the season. No, I'm I'm not, come on. You get 40 <laughs> points. You get nah. 40 points. I'm giving you I, I don't want to do it to you in the first game. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll take the hat bet on that one. I'll take the hat. Dixie State's going to cover. I'll take the hat. I'll take Dixie State in the points. I'll take the hat. I'll take it. Okay. We saw Gonzaga. The last time we saw Gonzaga, they were getting rung up. I'm going to take, I'll take Dixie State in this one. I like them in the points. I also like, I also like Bradley in the points. Joe, who do you like in this slot? He's like, where's Alabama? There's so many games. Information overload. I'd already said uh, Cal State over Santa Clara. I like Bradley. I like Bradley to cover against South Dakota State. I like South Dakota State to win. I like Bradley to cover in that one. Everyone knows I like the Jackrabbits, but I don't think they're going to cover in this spot. It's a big ask to cover against Bradley. Nine and a half. Did you just give yourself ears? That's the Jackrabbits. They do this. (laughs) I saw you for like half a second out of the corner of my eye. I was like, did he just do that? (laughs) Yeah, this is what they do. Jackrabbits. Yeah. 
I like Oral Roberts, man, and that one against Colorado State. I think they got a chance to win outright. I really do. Money line. I like Grand Canyon minus the 15 against Grambling as well. You have to remember, Grand Canyon, at least they call it what it is there, right? It's a for-profit university. At least they have the guts to say it. Oh, Louisville against Southern. Oh, man, you got to take Louisville on that one, too. Chris Mack, such a jerk. You know he's going to stick it to those guys. And I also like... um, Oof. I don't know. Go to the next slot. Washington, Northern Illinois, BYU, Cleveland State, Iowa against Longwood, Colorado against Montana State. Ooh, this looks like an opportunity. Here's this one is going to be a good one. Nevada against Eastern Washington, San Diego State against UC Riverside. Stanford versus Terleton State. Loyola Marymount taking on the Chattanooga Mocs. Arizona, Northern Arizona. Sean Miller's gone. Just goes to show you an FBI bugged phone call isn't always enough to get a guy out. Sometimes it takes a, lot, a bunch of losses on top of it to, to get it, to, to, to get him out the door. It was like they had him on the phone, right? With offering money to a recruit. The FBI had his phone bugged, and they had him on the line with the recruit, but it wasn't enough, right? It wasn't enough evidence to get him out the door. But they go 500 and don't make the tournament, you're out of here. It's like, I I don't understand it. Oregon State, fresh off of a monster season last year. Monster, monster, monster run in the NCAA tournament, for those of you that forget. Length 14 against Portland State. San Francisco, the Dons, taking on the LIU Blackbirds. And the nightcap, UCLA Bruins, Johnny Juzang and company, up against CSU Bakersfield. Brian, any of these games? It's a lot of material today, a lot of games. Yeah, I'll take uh, my square pick of the day is probably UCLA, UCLA Bruins lay in the wood against uh, Bakersfield here. I think uh, they win this game by 30. And Eastern Washington plus the points against Nevada. No, no, I'm sorry. Montana State plus the points against Colorado. Uh, Buffalo's had a good year in Pac-12, but uh, I don't think this will be more than a 10-point win here in the opening game. So I'll take Montana State on UCLA minus the points. Rod? Uh, I mean, I'm going to th- take Bakersfield plus the points. I think that's too many. I'm with you. Uh, I think UCLA wins by... Cronin uh, sucks. By 18. It sucks. Uh, I think it's too many. I think it's went too far. Way too uh, far. <laughs> way too far now. Way so I'm going to take far. Bakersfield plus the points on that way one. Way too far. Too far. We've gone too far. <laughs> I just think it's a closer game than that because McCronin, what will happen is like it'll be like a 20 point game and he'll start strategizing and now that's good for at least five points for <laughs> right. he, 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 terrible it's like 
let me get my whiteboard out. It's like, let me in-game bet against you. It's like, you see Cronin go for the whiteboard, you in-game against him. Though in the second half of the season, he's had a tremendous run. And even two years ago when they stopped the tournament, you know, when they stopped everything right before, I thought that they had a chance that year that they were playing really well at the end of the year too. But the beginning of the year, they were, they were a hot mess. Probably reading a lot of those newspaper clippings about him too. Any of these other games? I think Cleveland State has a chance to cover um, against BYU. I think this is just too many points in BYU's favor in this one. So I'm liking that. That's what I'm really looking at today is those dogs plus the points for the opening. Steve Alford's another miserable coach. Um, He's at Nevada still, but he's got – it's always funny whenever they talk about Steve Alford and the magazines are on, they always talk about how many more years he's got left on his contract. Um, he has a really good team this year. So you remember he had a really big job before he got this job, right? He was at UCLA before he got this. So he's the guys that he was recruiting at UCLA are available, you know, in the transfer portal. Still, so he has a relationship with those guys, and he he landed one of them. So there was a seven footer out of Texas who left. Texas signed it was Shaka, and and he left Texas, and Nevada got him, and so they're loaded in the middle this year. Nevada's going to be really really good if they're if they if Nevada you know in the Mountain West, Nevada San Diego State both look really good. They both look really good. But um, I don't know. I'm a little worried about San Diego State because Matt Bradley transferring there from Cal. We know he can hit shots, but he's got to take 100 of them. So I like San Diego State to win. I just don't think they cover. I like Nevada. I think Steve Alford, I think think the less, it's kind of do less, win more for Steve Alford. Less coaching he does, the better shape that team's going to be in. He's certainly not going to coach them up. Brian, you like anything in the slot? Already went through it. Oh. I gave out UCLA and uh, Mon- Montana State. What was it Montana State up against Colorado? The Buffs yep. playing in the yep. altitude. Yep. Rod, did you we get already... picks? Yeah, Rod took Bakersfield. Joe gave out Bakersfield uh, plus points. Yeah. Joe doesn't like BYU. She's Cleveland fading, State, fading yeah. the big Plus. favorites. All right. Well, we covered Well, them. I think BYU will still win it, but I don't, don't think they'll cover that 14 and a half, 15 points. I think this is the biggest college basketball slate of the year is today. So I don't think we'll get Today, right? And also, oh, we're going to know a lot more about these teams going forward, too. We're going to know a lot more. So tread lightly, as always, but um, definitely doesn't mean don't bet them. I mean, because that's what we do. But I'm just saying, tread light. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going to bet anything. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> and then I'd be a liar. <laughs> I'm mm. still going to bet something. I've got some action. I've already, <laughs> I, some action. I already got a hat bet on. Uh, I got Dixie State. On minus 40. I got, I'm getting 40 and a half. That's the way I see it. <laughs> don't need to be burning the Zags hat on day one. I don't even know what the, Di- <laughs> I don't even know what the Dixie State logo is. 
<laughs> they're, the bla- uh, they're the Blazers. The I don't Blazers. even know what they are. <laughs> All right. You got any parlays for us, Rod? Yep. Give me one second here. College basketball. We're going to take uh, the first. We're going to take the. Yeah, the college basketball bird cage. We're taking Alabama, lay the points. Navy, under the total. And uh, the Zags, minus the 40. And then uh, mixed board for me. We're going to take uh, the Jazz, minus the 8.5. Take uh, the Boston Bruins team total over 3.5. And take the Tampa Bay Lightning on the money line. Two bird cages today. Parley all six up. Brian? Western Michigan uh, minus the huge number against the Akron Zips. Then take the Akron Zips in college basketball plus the points. And my favorite, uh, the Montreal Canadiens on the money line. Michigan State plus the points. College basketball. Taking parlay them up with... um, Michigan State, Cal Bakersfield, and Kansas City on the money line against Minnesota. Kangaroos, the fighting roos. This is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Fun. College basketball is tough, especially at the beginning when we haven't seen any of these teams play, but we'll know a lot more about these teams as it goes on. And uh, no one does college basketball bigger or better than we do year after year. We don't just jump on board March Madness or after football's over and we got nothing else to talk about. Treat all sports equal here. Equal treatment across the board. We'll continue to do it that way. Yeah, Akron lost their top score. I'm looking at the comments. Yeah, Akron lost their best play. They're going to get housed. (laughs) Treatment. They're going to get housed. Oh, you, they are, you're right. They are going to get housed in college football tonight. All right. See, Brian picking on me again. He's a bully. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. Let's make it a winning night.